0: Welcome to Vidfriends Podcast: Living Life and Love. I'm your host, Mark Braxton from Raleigh, North Carolina. This is a new segment titled Perspectives. Each episode will feature perspectives about vida from our family members, friends, colleagues, associates, and from our youth. For more information about Vidfriends Podcast, you can visit us at www.vidfriends.org. You can also call me at one. 1- 844-374-3639 extension 4. You can also email me at llnlpodcast@gmail.com. Podcasts at gmail.com. BitFriends Podcasts are sponsored by My Vitiligo team. Welcome to BitFriends Podcast. Living Life in Love Perspectives. I'm your host, Mark Braxton from Raleigh, North Carolina. On today's show, I have Dr. Henry Wells. Greetings, Dr. Wells. Greetings, how are you doing today? I'm doing well, doing well. Um, can't complain. And I said, well, and you're doing well. So here we go, Dr. Henry Wells, and I'm doing well. <laughs> yeah. So you'll, you'll find out. I like to have fun in my shows. I was going to say as well, but I don't want to keep saying well. <laughs> but uh, I like to have a little fun on the show. and. Um, for our listeners, we, you and I do go way back, but I want you to go ahead and officially introduce yourself, maybe tell our listeners a little bit about what you do and where you're from, and we can go from there.
1: Okay. Well, I am Dr. Henry Wells. I am the pastor of Greater Christian Chapel Church in Apex, North Carolina. I've been pastoring there since... Um, 2019, but I was before I became pastor, I was the associate minister there. I've also been the pastor of um, Miracle Temple of Deliverance in Burgall, North Carolina. I have been in the ministry for around 37, 38 years now, and also um, I'm a college professor. I teach um, Old and New Testament and the Triangle School of Theology. I'm also the Director of Institutional Effectiveness and Assessment there. Um, I have um, two doctorates, two masters, and a Bachelor's of Arts in Theology. Um, I love the study of the word, and I love to share um, knowledge with people that is um, kind of slightly outside of the realm of the norm um, and really makes you want to stop and think about what is really being put out there compared to what the scripture actually has to say. So that's a little bit about me. I am the middle child of seven. Um, (laughs) So I've got a big family and um, I just thank and praise God for them. And my church family is marvelous.
0: My church family. Absolutely. we are marvelous. <laughs> yeah. So so, uh, Dr. Wells, uh, well, thank you for the introduction. That was a lot of information. I, and I'm glad to hear it myself because some of it I didn't know either. And I'm like, oh, wow, impressive, awesome. So, and I know you are very knowledgeable in a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. So yeah, today, i sh- Hey, hey, you know, knowledge is power. And, you know, I think it's very important for us to be informed on things Um, and there's no I feel like there's no wrong question you know if you want to know something ask and don't feel fearful so I have you on my show and I've talked to you before so I want to talk a little bit about um, diseases and skin conditions and even go a little bit further later and talk about talk about uh, medicine and the importance of physicians and doctors from a biblical standpoint um, or religious standpoint, because I, I do understand that you know when we're looking at conditions around the world, people see things differently based on their culture, based on sometimes ethnicities, and based on religion. So I, I do want to kind of open it up with uh, let's talk a little bit about the diseases and conditions around the world. Um, okay. Okay. If you can help our listeners get a better understanding of these things and, and help me out as well. Okay. Well, um I've done some studies
1: and really looked at it because there's something interesting that Christ in a discussion with his disciples said about the last days, about that the fact that it'd be a time of disease and pestilences. Whenever I looked into that and I did a study on it, I found out a very interesting statistic that if you pull out um, of the statistics talking about people that have died and death during our current period of time, you're going to find out if you exclude accidents and disasters such as wars and floods and fires and earthquakes and those type of things, if you exclude those, that 89% of the people that die Die from some form of disease. Wow. Die from some form of disease, and according to what they are saying, that there are probably more than ten thousand different diseases. That's the one that ones that they know about. Of course, you can't count the ones right. that you don't know about. Absolutely. But the interesting thing is that only about five or six percent of them have a cure. So, so no, the diseases that are proliferating through the world today are really taking humanity down, is what's really going on. And right. of course, when you think about it, no, no, it's 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 just it's just a hard time and hard situations. And what makes it worse is of course during this time of COVID, if you cough, right people run for the hills even though you might have just a cold or might just have just allergies because we're in right. that season and they go crazy if you cough and it's like everything is a disease everything is cold everything is this that and the other and that is not the case you forget that there's still flu right so right. there's still allergies there's still common colds. There's still other things that can make you sneeze and make you cough. And people forget those. But what's really hard is whenever people misdiagnose things because they're not doctors and then bring you down about it.
0: Right. Yeah, you know, Pastor Wells, uh, Dr. Wells, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Gotta make sure you I, call I use me the doctor. Pastor too. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> and for our listeners, you know, I want our listeners to get information. You know, I feel Mm -hmm. like information is very important. And Mm -hmm. as a podcast host, I feel it is a part of my responsibility to make sure I have guests on that can provide us with information. Because you mentioned, um, you know, like social media, you can get a lot of false information Mm -hmm. um, just by one click. You know, and it tells you everything. Like you said, a cough. Oh, it's COVID. A sneeze. Oh, it's COVID no someone like me i have allergies Mm
1: -hmm. so
0: when the grass um pollen is high or the temperature changes i might sneeze i might cough you know i might get a little frog in my throat but it's not Mm -hmm. COVID. and i do think we have been trained within the past two years to think everything is COVID, everything exactly exactly but we
1: need no but I, i did want to say this when you think about diseases you need to always remember that there are four like major types of diseases Mm -hmm. you have infectious diseases deficiency diseases hereditary diseases and physiological diseases so that means but what people often do they throw everything in the infectious diseases category right they throw everything in and that is not the case that is Absolutely. not the case and you end up isolating people friendships get destroyed because feelings are hurt because right. of, the, of the way that people are being treated surrounding these and it's and it's basically because now, um watch this there's a lot of superstition
0: yes <laughs> there,
1: there is there is a lot yes. of superstition um historically People don't, might not know this, historically, you, you, we not, we know this, that when you're outside a barber shop, they have that striped red and white right. barber pole. But actually what people don't realize that in this country, that red and white um, barber pole in the early 1900s and 1800s actually meant that your local barber was also the local bloodletter. Mm. That, that, that means that they would take blood out and what they end up thinking was this it was something that was old something that was always wrong right they thought that evil when you got sick evil spirits were in your blood and you had to drain out blood
0: gotcha wow to
1: to get rid of the evil Spirit. Yeah, and, and I know that some, some of your friends, that some of the folks that might listen to this broadcast, this podcast might be barbers, and we all know that sometimes barbers are still blood letters. Right. <laughs> <laughs> because they will nick you up. <laughs> yeah, they will nick you up. But, but the thing is, some of us, and, and we still have levels of superstitions about right. things from lack of knowledge and lack of true understanding.
0: Right, right. Absolutely. And, and I'm, I'm going to jump in real quick. Um, mm-hmm. I'm glad you said that because I was speaking to someone in our community from another country. Mm-hmm. And that's what their take is people in that person's um, country. And I guess wherever their town that they live in keep saying, because they have been illegal, you're cursed, you're cursed, you have a curse, you have a curse. And, you know, I, and I want to talk about that for a little bit the different curses in the bible because we know there are curses Mm -hmm. yeah um but also the differences between the different conditions and diseases that exist in the bible because not everything's the same because i've heard also be a um i read an article online where somebody kept calling vitiligo white leprosy and i'm like let me respond but i never got a response back where I explain the difference between vitiligo, leprosy, and show pictures—they're not the same. No, no, no,
1: no, 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 no. They're not at all the same. And the thing—the major difference that people need to understand—is this: leprosy is caused by a bacteria, microorganism, a bacteria that causes leprosy. That's not the case with vitiligo. It's—it's it's just right. simply not. The case with Verlago, and people don't realize and don't understand that. And so, whenever they see it, that's what—that's the first thing that pops in their mind. That there's a whole different thing because, um, with leprosy, you have a lack of sensitivity. You have right. the fact that it is—it is, it is an, a legitimate infectious disease,
0: right? Right.
1: And Verlago isn't.
0: Not at all. Not it, it, it's not at it's all. not
1: contagious. And, and and the thing is, your body, your system can be fine, and then you can come to a point in your life where you get an injury. Right. I, no, I no, I, I I tell you this about me, um, I got burned on my leg, and the coloration for my leg still hasn't returned, and that happened to me eight years ago. And the the dogs are like, it's not going to. I got on the other leg, I got bit by a spider. Mm -hmm. And you can still see the place where the spider bit me. It's a great big brown spot where the spider bit me. That's not the same color as the rest of my skin. And no, and people don't understand that type of thing happens.
0: Right, right.
1: And guess what? It's not leprosy no it's, not I, at all no and and, and and so it's like people don't see that and the fact that people don't understand this I, no I, no if you don't mind i'd like to share a passage of scripture so that, yeah. so that people can understand that that god knew that people would not understand that there there's a difference in these things right Please listen share. To this <laughs> this comes from out of leviticus the 13th chapter, there at the 41st verse, it says this, And he that hath his hair fallen from off the front of his head toward his face, he is forehead bald, yet is clean. Why does it say yet is clean? Because it's in a discussion about leprosy. <laughs> it's right, in the discussion, right. And so they, people look and they see this place where there's no hair growing. Right. Oh, God is leprosy.
0: And no, he just no, gone
1: bald. He, he just, he just <laughs> gone bald. It, no, God's like, no, no, everything that's wrong with your skin, it ain't leprosy. Absolutely. And so, no, and no, you, you'll find things like that over and over again because it's like people don't understand that when you read scripture, everybody thinks that everything in scripture is talking about spiritual something spiritual. If you don't right. do this, it, it's you've broken this law. But understand this. Yes, there are rules and regulations and things like that in Scripture, but it could be divided basically up into four areas. You have a spiritual law, a moral law, a social law. You have medical restrictions, and you have dietary restrictions. That's what Scripture has in it. Right. And so, so when you think about scripture that way, it starts to change in your idea of what what is what. And the thing is, people have heard wrong for so long that wow. you no, know, when they see something, that's
0: automatically what they say. Oh, that's this. Oh, that's that. It's like, right. Right. No, and, and I find even now um, in the age of technology that. We're still not educated enough. No. And I say that because um, I, I get a lot of adults. Kids, I understand. Kids don't know. Excuse me. I, I'm not going to say that. Kids do know. Kids know a whole lot more than the adults um, because they want to learn. Um, but I, I find more adults, they're close minded to what certain things are. Because I get adults that ask, hey, what's wrong with your skin? And I'm thinking, Google white patches, and the first thing that comes up is vitiligo. You know, I should not even have to tell an adult. However, that's still a teachable moment for me. You know, I'll explain what my, what it is, what it's not. First thing I'll say, it's not contagious. Yeah, there's no cure for it, but it's not contagious. Mm-hmm. Um, in talking to students, I had to have that conversation today. I had a student that he didn't want to participate in P.E., Um, I was a substitute PE teacher for him. Um, He didn't want to participate at first. He just kept looking at me and looking at my hands and looking at me, looking at my hands. So finally I said, okay, he's not comfortable. And when we sat down so I can explain what we're gonna do for the day, um, he said, can I ask you a question? I said, yeah. He said, "Um, why is your skin black and white? I said, I'm glad you asked. You know, and I explained about vitiligo. I showed him that, you know, my skin is still there. I'm not in pain, it doesn't hurt. It's not contagious. I can't give it to you. There's no cure. I said, but it happens and it can happen to anybody around the world. And and it opened up a, a whole lot of discussion. You know, kids ask, hey, were you born with it? I said, no, develop later in life. Or could I get it? I'm not a doctor. I don't know. I said, no one knows, you know, who can develop vitiligo and why it even happens. It's just one of those things. It can be hereditary for some people, It could be trauma-induced, I explained that something might happen to you and you could develop it that way. We don't know, there's not enough information, even though uh, we have uh, many facilities, many schools researching, they still don't understand it. You know, um, it's one of the many mysteries, I guess. And, you know, once I explained it to that child and the rest of the kids, they did not care, they wanted to play, he was happy, he wanted to shoot basketball, he was smiling. So I just think a lot of knowledge goes a long ways, not just for mm-hmm. kids, but for the adults too. That's correct. That's right. But it's it's okay
1: to ask, right? But don't just assume something without really questioning to find out what is what.
0: Right. Right. Absolutely.
1: And 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 that I think that that's that's what's so hurtful. Sometimes people just automatically assumed and if he had not asked he would have just still sat there on the sideline just looking at you
0: absolutely absolutely and i know he didn't feel comfortable um because i might have been the first person he's ever seen with vitiligo where some other kids have had exposure through their parents and grandparents a friend you know and kids would share with me stories um and, and I think about the adults, you know, sometimes our worlds are so small that we never look outside of our, our circles. We never look outside of our family to see that this is a larger world and people come with all different types of things, different conditions, mm-hmm. different abilities and disabilities, you know, various challenges. And if you never had exposure to someone who looks different from you, then you fear. You tend to let like, fear take over.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, definitely. But but that's why we we need to remember that we are one family.
0: Absolutely.
1: No, and and that's what and we need to learn just to look out for each other and not either covertly or overtly hurt each other.
0: Right, right, absolutely.
1: And so so that yeah, that's what we need to really be doing as people, as human beings
0: absolutely one thing i want to add in um dr wells Mm -hmm. for our listeners um Mm -hmm. we still have people that that think that vitiligo only affects the african-american community and and i want to say this you know and and i know most of our listeners already know that's not true it affects anyone it could affect no affect you no matter where you're at in this world um It may be more noticeable in darker skin, Mm -hmm. but that doesn't necessarily mean you're African-American. You know, there are other cultures that have darker skin and you can have vitiligo. And I was saying that because there was a Facebook article I came across and that was one of the comments made that, um, you know, you, you know, it's more noticeable no, not more noticeable. You see it in more African-American people, and that's not necessarily true. It's just maybe more noticeable. Um, I often say it's not a Black person's conditional disease. No. Now, somebody also made a comment that it's dead skin. To our listeners, our skin, if you have vitiligo, your skin is not dead. Trust me, you just have no pigmentation. That's it. Your skin is still alive, you know.
1: But but that's what that still is 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 uh, the fallback on the idea that it's leprosy,
0: right? Right, absolutely. And
1: that's that's all that is. It's still a fallback to the idea that it's leprosy. We're telling you, it's two different things.
0: It's two right, absolutely, absolutely. different things. Absolutely, and, and I think that's important for everyone who's listening to know. As you're listening, yeah, leprosy is leprosy. It, you do not classify vitiligo as leprosy. Don't let anybody tell you that it is. Um, and you have the right to access to, uh, that information and share it with them. Hey, this is what leprosy is, and this is what it looks like. My skin does not look like that. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, so let's switch gears a little bit. So we're living in the age of COVID and monkeypox and we don't know what pox is gonna come up next and what flu is next and we don't know. But mm-hmm. I know a lot of people have a fear of doctors or distrust for the medical field, medical um, physicians and, and people who are sharing information that study these things, that that know these things. They'll rather listen to their cousin down the street instead of listening to a professional. So can we elaborate on, elaborate that on that for a little bit about the importance of medicine and medical physicians and nurses and 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 anyone else in that field
1: uh, No I, I think that that's another one of those God ordained you no know, type of areas about of life things that we need Now most people re- don't realize this that you have under in Genesis and when you talk about the life of Joseph, it actually talks about physicians in Genesis. So you have physicians spoken of in the Old Testament and the New Testament. Uh, Matthew, when Jesus was talking and they were asking him, what, why was he doing something that he was doing? And he told them, basically, he said, no, people that aren't sick, they don't need a doctor. And so it's Mm. like, so, so, so he was saying that they're doctors, they're physicians, you know? And the thing is that they are Luke, the the writer of the gospel according to Luke, the, the, the writer of Acts, he was the physician to Paul.
0: Right. So So you have to understand
1: that, (laughs) that, that, no, there's nothing wrong with going to, the doctor there's nothing wrong with going to a doctor and as far as medicine is concerned the bible is the er, an herbalist dream and you find all the major supplements that they make for things like diabetes things like um um heart conditions things that they talk about take to to um make you more alert Take to be um more strength and take their um to go to sleep. Those things right. are actually mentioned in scripture. You no, know, one of the things that that we um create according to the scripture is healing oil at our church, Greater Christian Chapel Church. Right. So what we do, we go into the old testament and find those ingredients, and we make the the oil that the priest made. And you're going to find out that each and every one of those ingredients, the olive oil, the um, cassia, and various other things that that you can put in this healing oil, every single one of them are currently used, currently used in supplements to help people with various sicknesses and diseases.
0: Right, right.
1: So so no it's in the scripture has these things there in it no the, no the, no one can tell you that the bible is against doctors they right. can't tell you that they no one can tell you that the bible is against medicine and look and that is across the board no matter what religion you no report to what religion you believe in Every single one of them, none of them are against doctors. None right. of them are against doctors. None of them and each one of them have supplements to take and talk about herbs and things that you should be taking for. Right. Help.
0: Absolutely.
1: So 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 you have to understand that no people have to now in our country, among um African-American males, there's a reason for our reluctance.
0: Right, right.
1: There's a historical reason for our reluctance because of certain things that have been done to us in this country in the past as far as secretive testings and things like that, that were done in the past. And that's that's one of the major reasons why that many um, African-American men don't like doctors. Right. Because the thing, but 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 that has nothing to do with whether the Bible says whether there are some religious restrictions on going to the doctors, taking medicines that they prescribe. No, that that has nothing. It doesn't show a lack of faith. Right, right. No, because some people will say, "Oh, you should have faith. You don't need a, that medicine. You need to have faith." No, um, if God didn't tell you to t- <laughs> tell you not to take the medicine, <laughs> you better take the medicine. Right, right. The medicine. if God didn't say I got you, don't don't bother with it. Then you know, you don't let somebody convince you to die before your time.
0: Right, you know, absolutely. do let anybody
1: convince you to die before your time. But um, but it's like I always tell people this, if God wasn't behind it while you were taking it, it's not going to work anyway.
0: Right, absolutely.
1: It's not going to work anyway. Wow. So, so I always tell people that no i said whatever you put in your mouth you should be praying about
0: right absolutely <laughs> you no know, you should Ooh, be praying yep, you name it. yeah
1: the way no, whatever you put in your mouth whatever you rub on your skin whatever no whatever it is that you're doing for medicinal purposes to help you have a
0: better life you should be praying over it right absolutely right hey, hey you know pastor it is it's so funny because um you know i sit here and think man you know i have um I have asthma so You know, Mm -hmm. I have a choice. Either I go get a a rescue inhaler to use when I need it and go see my specialist to get help when I need, or I can sit here and not be able to breathe. You know, I have Mm -hmm. a choice. And I can pray about it all I want. I can say, God, please help me. And he's like, I already gave you help. I showed you where to go. You got people that can help you. You know, people that study this, they know about it because I gave them that knowledge. But you don't want to do it hmm so it, it's one of those things where I I have to really look at it and say you know these people went to school for this they have mm-hmm. that knowledge they have that expertise we have to trust that they're going to do the right thing with it you know
1: mm-hmm.
0: and um even you know with with the vaccinations and I know some people are against it I get it but I know for me I'm like I'd rather be healthy if it's going to help me then I will take it, you know. um, Some people fear the process of it, you know. Oh, that was too fast. But they've been working on this thing for the past 20 years. It's not like it's too fast. It's just that we didn't have an outbreak to use this technology on, you know. Yeah. And um, and I talked to some of my friends who are researchers, and they're like, this is old knowledge. We're looking at something new now, but by the time we get a chance to use it, we think it's something new. Is No, this is old, you know, but it's just going to mm-hmm. work for the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's talk real quick, uh, and it will get close to wrapping things up, but let's talk about the importance of knowledge. Um, and I know we're talking about, you know, diseases, viruses, medication, and all that, but the importance of knowledge of these things. Um, mm-hmm. Why is it beneficial to us as people on this planet, regardless of what religion?
1: Well, let me put it this way as far as an example. If someone tells you that a trap is somewhere, to avoid that trap you're going to have to go in a different direction. I just gave you knowledge of where something that might be harmful For you is, right, but the thing is, it's up to you to use that knowledge, or not. If you don't use it, you're gonna fall into the trap, and you're going to be sick and all those things. I always tell people this. I said, if you can, uh, no, if you can't do the crime, don't do the time. Absolutely. Uh, Oh, my my thing is, I I give an example. I know I am lactose intolerant right but brother loves ice cream
0: <laughs> i'm laughing because i am too <laughs> oh man
1: love ice cream and i'm like if i can do the, cr- the time and <laughs> then i will eat the ice cream. but if i know that i can't stand it then right. i won't right. do it so so but but as far as knowledge is concerned my thing is people don't want to work for knowledge Right, right. They they don't want to do the work that's necessary for knowledge. You no, know, my, my one of my favorite passages scripture says, "Study, shew thyself approved unto God as workmen that needs not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the words of truth." The word there for study is a Greek word, spudatzo. It means to dig it out, mm, to right. work as if you are laboring out in the heat of the day, sweat pouring off of you because you are trying to achieve something. Achievements can't be made unless knowledge is obtained.
0: Right, absolutely.
1: No, and and the thing is people need to be willing to go beyond what is traditionally thought. And see what is what's going on now to really understand it reminds me of this example I love to use about this woman that was um cooking a turkey for for thanksgiving, and when she put the turkey in this huge roaster, she took and cut off the the um the drumsticks and laid it inside of the roaster with the turkey and A mm-hmm. little daughter said to her. Mama, why are you doing that? Why are you cutting the, the drumstick off and sitting them in? Because the child was watching so that they would know how to fix turkey. Right. He said, baby, I don't know. This is the way that my mother used to always mm-hmm. do it. And so she, they said, let's go and ask grandma. They went to their grand, to her mother, the little one's grandmama, and she said, Well, well, baby, that's the way that my mama did it. And their great-grand, the great-grandmother, just happened to be alive. Let's go to my mom. And they went there and the great-grandmother said, well, baby, we never had a roaster that was big enough for the turkey. So we had to cut the the (laughs) drumsticks off. And they had a roaster that was big enough now for two turkeys to sit comfortably in right right and and they were still doing it based on something that was correct for the great grandmother during her time because of what she had wow but the thing is today there is so much knowledge available yes and for you and for anyone for any of us to actually sit in the Darkness of ignorance on purpose. Wow. It's shameful. Absolutely. It's it's shameful to sit in that darkness on purpose is actually shameful.
0: And, and you know, Dr. Wells, even, even regards to vitiligo, because um, there are a lot of resources about vitiligo for the general public and for people living with the condition. And I always feel like it takes a second for me to share an article written by one of the doctors in the community, you know, about the condition, what it is, what it's not, uh, ways of life, um, things you can do in regards to, you know, going out in the sun, the type of sunscreen. There's so much information that they share on their different networks. And I I see questions sometimes that people might ask, and I'm thinking, let me find this article. All you got to do is research it, and I'll share it with you. But you shouldn't always have to wait for somebody else to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, that knowledge is there and is, and is right at the at our fingertips. You know, we have our phones in our hands. Yeah. And all we got to do is type it in. Exactly what you want to know. And you're going to find articles, you know, you'll find information, but just make sure they they're coming from um, a, a proper institution that, that, you know, if you see a, a doctor that we're familiar with that has had their work vetted by another doctor, you know, mm-hmm. just make sure it's the right information getting out there. Um, even with, there's a new treatment on the market called Obsolora. And a lot of people had questions about it. And I, and, and I understand people will still have questions. There's still a lot of questions we have, you know, how well it's gonna work. But I had um, a gentleman from the company that created this um, treatment on the podcast. And all I said was, you know, I provided everyone with the proper information from the right source. Because sometimes we can go to somebody else who was not involved, but they may be familiar with it. But I brought I brought the horse right to you. But instead, you walked away. You went got on the cow and figured the cow's going to bring you to the horse. Um, and I feel like that's the way it is with with like you said with information. We we i think we get to a point as humans we fear new information because it didn't come from our mama or our daddies or somebody who's close to us you know it's coming from an outside source um and i gonna even say this listening to this podcast now when, when somebody listens to it they might say i don't know i don't know if that's really true well go to the bible look up leviticus it's in there you know Um, The information is there, and I know there are people that are going to question it. Well, I don't know if that's right. I don't know if it's really talking about um, vitiligo. Well, when you read it, you look at 38 and 39, sounds like vitiligo to me, (laughs) you know. Mm -hmm. So that knowledge is there, uh, but we have to just be open to receiving it and understanding what's being said and told. Yes, exactly. Exactly.
1: There are so many things. That we we need to understand about what scripture is actually, you no, know, being a pastor, you no, know, I use my knowledge of the Bible to help me formulate the things I think about the world that's around me, because that's what that's what I do. And when you get a real good understanding of what it's really saying, and understand the various groupings of things. Then it helps you to be more informed on certain other areas and aspects. You know, I always laugh at some of the things that I see actually in scripture, especially when it when you have some of the restrictions there. Um, I'm gonna give you one because it's funny. Mm-hmm. Um, that there's one that has always took me because there's certain things that that's in the Bible, you're like, why is that in there? <laughs> why it's like there's there's one in deuteronomy for instance that actually talks about how that whenever you go to the field Mm -hmm. to relieve yourself take a little paddle with you dig a hole relieve yourself and then cover it i was like lord have mercy why is that in the bible (laughs) like why is that in the bible but but then you start to understand look at today that's fertilizer (laughs) it's fertilized but not only that (laughs) nations that have open sewage they're right full of diseases
0: right why did god
1: say that because you have to understand that when you read leviticus remember that whenever you have certain restrictions in there they're talking about infectious diseases and god doesn't want these recently released slaves to be full of disease. Wow, right. And so he wrote, no, he had that written so that they would understand that what God is saying is that you cover it because even before there was a microscope, you have a God that knew about viruses and bacteria.
0: Right, absolutely.
1: And so it's like, cover that. No, whenever whenever, someone came in contact with a dead body, they were not allowed back into the congregation as far as going to the sanctuary and being a, among people said so you must first wash your clothes. You must right. first you know wash yourself well and then stay apart for several days. Why did you yes. do that? So just right. in case you caught some 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 of the germs or some of the bacteria, some of the some of the viruses from off that dead body, you wouldn't make
0: anybody else sick absolutely no, and no, that's, no. yeah that, that's like what we had to do now you know with, mm-hmm. with with COVID, we had to quarantine ourselves if we came in contact with people
1: yeah yeah wow yeah that's why i said that i said there's a lot of folk that they claim to be something they claim to be bible readers they must have missed that one <laughs> they must have missed those <laughs> verses they didn't read leviticus the right. deuteronomy they didn't read any of the torahs that they understand that yeah you're supposed to you know God was interested in the Latin, no, these the diseases not spreading.
0: Right, right, absolutely. Yeah. Wow. Well, well, there's let's, let's one last thing that I wanna ask about, and then mm-hmm. we'll go to um, a closing. About the diseases and viruses and conditions, uh, why do we have these things? Uh, if you can go into a little bit of detail um, from the Bible, and explain to the listeners and and anybody else who listens in at a later date or even when this uh this airs you know why do we have these things in the world
1: well uh, how far do you want to go back (laughs) (laughs) we can go back and then we can come forward (laughs) okay well well you have to understand that the reason why we have no the biblical responses is the reason why we have these things in the world is because we're not living under the pristine, perfect condition of a pre-fall garden, a pre-fall world. So everything is in a state of decay and decay causes these bacteria and these viruses to form. And um, it causes a weakness also in our bodies because we were originally created not to die. Right, absolutely. And because of the fall, no, 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 even when you read the book of Revelation, it talks about the trees in the city, New Jerusalem, how that even the leaves of on the trees are for the healing of the nation. So it's no God had things. Everything was set up to make sure that these bodies would last so that. So, no, there's different things. People don't realize that. If you learn something new. Every second it would take you a million years to use up your brain cells. Wow. And then they have found that there's something apparently in your mind or in your brain that will produce more brain cells once you get to that full capacity. So these bodies were created to last forever, but the fall happened. Right. No, it's interesting. If you think historically, again, when the black plague took place in the 14th century, they began to persecute the, the Hebrews. They began to persecute the Jews in Europe. Why'd they do that? Because they were not coming down with that illness. Mm. Why weren't God. they coming down with that illness? Because they had this whole idea of washing of hands, washing of clothes, making sure that people are well, you know, the, the whole thing of, though, know, the whole idea of the things that we had, ha, are having to do because of COVID.
0: Right, right.
1: They had those things, but the whole idea where viruses and everything came, it, it is one of the effects of the fall. When God told Adam, you shall surely die, this, that's, that's what you have. It's the decay of life. Right. That's what you have in the the viruses, the bacterias, the the germs, things that were originally probably, no, not probably were designed to be beneficial.
0: Right. Absolutely.
1: To absorb and eat other things have come into our bodies because our bodies are now subject to death.
0: And and you kind of think about it even before that, you know, we think about bacteria and, and all these things that live on our bodies daily mm-hmm. um they probably worked in harmony back then you know of course mm-hmm. you know and then you think about after the fall these things are now attacking our flesh and and now we have all these virus like I said the viruses are um uh, probably had a, a a positive purpose for something mm-hmm. else but now we we fight these things we'll combat these things um mm-hmm. And and it's a constant daily in our lives that we have to fight these viruses and bacteria and flus and everything else we name. That's right. We have to constantly battle
1: it. And, but that's, that's the reason why. That's the reason why, but I say this, thank God for the second Adam, Christ Jesus.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) Uh, you know, (laughs) Dr. Wells, something you said, I'm sitting here processing, you know, our, about our bodies are made to live forever. Yes, think about when we get a cut. Given time and and how deep it is, you know, it heals on its own.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Some wounds, if you get to them early enough, you can sew them up and they'll close themselves to reseal uh, to seal themselves again. And, and it make makes me think about because I know. Uh, you and I have talked and we're comic book fans and, you know, you think about the character Wolverine, he has a healing factor. Our bodies have a natural healing factor. Mm-hmm. And I'm just thinking, you know, yeah, our bodies are made to regenerate. When we got hurt, it would heal itself. If you got bones that break, they can heal themselves. You know, if you put them back in the right, you know, and, mm-hmm. and with a little of assistance. So yes, our, our bodies are made in that way, but like is that because of the fall Mm -hmm. now we have a limited lifespan yeah but we're we're,
1: we're, we're gonna be able to like we say we're gonna be able to get our (laughs) dead (laughs) pool on
0: oh man but in but in a good way we can't we can't go mentally with him (laughs) no we can't go mentally no no we can't go no he's 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 nuts though yeah, oh man (laughs) <laughs> and for our listeners yes we both love comic book heroes and all that um so you they they know me by now i'm gonna make some type of comic book reference or star wars something you know um but dr wells i i appreciate this conversation and i hope as you always say that you know you hope that you know something we said has touched somebody um somebody's life and and I say with this podcast I I don't often know who listens you know I do have a few people I know that listen quite often uh including moms and pops and a few other friends uh but I know it goes this podcast will be heard worldwide so I hope this brings somebody some additional knowledge and and if not some increased knowledge maybe um something they didn't know before um or it 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 sparks their interest to research, to find out more, you know?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, so, I agree, yeah. Absolutely. And so I appreciate it. But but, Dr. Wells, I'm gonna let you leave our listeners with some words of encouragement, and then I will close out our conversation. Well, I just would like to encourage everyone
1: to lead with a heart of understanding, to think things through before you say them and for god's sake learn more absolutely and no you just need to love each other just love each other
0: love absolutely the uh, dr wells i greatly appreciate you coming on my show i know we've been trying to, to schedule this thing for a while we finally had the opportunity um I, I think we're going to bless some people, you know, with what we share and, and encourage others to do more research and, you know, get that, that brain, that brain power moving, put it that mm-hmm. way. That's um, right. And for my listeners, thank you for tuning in. You know, this is Living Life and Love Perspectives. Uh, this is my new show. So this is my third episode of Perspectives where I'm just bringing in different people to talk about vitiligo in different form or fashions in different ways. But for my listeners, there's one thing I always say, and this is how I like to end my show. This is called living life and love. I want you to live your lives, but most of all, I want you to show love because this world needs love, love for yourself, your friends, your family, your enemy. But most of all, look in that mirror because a lot of times we don't hear this Look in that mirror and tell yourself, I love you and mean it. Y'all take care. Have a great day and God bless Thank you for listening to Living Life and Love Perspectives with your host, Mark Braxton from Raleigh, North Carolina. Big Friends Podcast can be listened to on Blog Talk Radio, iHeart Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and on Facebook. Once again, veteran podcasts are sponsored by my Gold team.
1: Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?"
0: Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha! In my dentist's office.